Today's episode is about Travis White starting UnkeptGentleman.com. Listen in on this. Please give us some reviews. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, and share this with other people that you know can gain some knowledge from this episode. Also, if you guys like any of this music on here, I just want to thank Roman Perez for helping me out with the tracks on here. You can find him on SoundCloud and hear any of his music. That's R-O-M-A-N-P-E-R-E-Z on SoundCloud.com. Look him up. SoundCloud.com forward slash Roman Perez. You can hear all of his music on here. So I definitely want to thank him for helping me out with the music he's composed. Hope you enjoy the podcast. And thank you for your support. And let us know what you think in the comments below. Or please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a comment. Thanks. Hey there, everyone. This is Joel with the Maven Minds, where great minds come together. We have a special guest here today. We have Travis White, a graduate from the University of Houston. He got his BBA in finance. Yep. And he is also the founder of UnkeptGentleman.com, which is a men's wear and style website. They offer outfit inspiration and style education, one-on-one personal consulting as well. He was featured as the GQ Insider of the Month in November of 2015, featured in Houstonia for Houstonian of Style in May. He was also featured on RealMenRealStyle.com, which is a top style site for personal image. He also writes articles for and also blogs for UnkeptGentleman.com and has over 92,000 followers on Instagram. That's a lot. Welcome to the show, uh, Travis White. Your intro actually made me sound a lot cooler than I really am, but, hey, <laughs> but thanks for having me. <laughs> you know, to think about it, man, 92,000 uh, followers, that's that's pretty big, man. I wish I can just get 100. Yeah, well, you know, consistency, that's how. That's the name of the game. So right now you're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and then also unkeptgentleman.com. People can reach you there, but you also will be on YouTube as well later? Uh, I do have plans to start a YouTube channel in the future. Um, it's not live yet. But it will be, um, yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. Great, man. That's uh, that's actually pretty cool, man. Uh, I actually um, am very, very impressed with all that that you've done, man. I remember when uh, we worked together back in the day, and uh, you've came a long way. Uh, what people want to know and I want to know is just uh, how did you come up with the name and how did you get started? Where did it all begin after, I guess, you finished college or did it happen in college? Yeah, so Unkept Gentleman, the name actually came my cousin from my cousin. She's a... Uh, she's a graphic designer. She helped me come up with um, some logo ideas and she came up with the name. And basically what the name means is it's a, it's a bigger metaphor than style. It actually is kind of a metaphor for your life. And basically it means that you're on a journey from where you are to where you want to be. And the journey of where you are, you may not be satisfied. You may be going through some struggles. You may not be an ideal success in your mind in that specific spot of life, but that's considered unkept. And then it's a journey from going from unkept to kept. Um, but honestly, that's a long explanation. When people ask me what my logo means, I'm, I just tell them, well, do you like the content I provide? And if they say yes, I'm like, okay, well, I guess the name isn't, isn't that important. But uh, ideally, that's the, that's the story behind it, though. It's a, it's a good one. Um... I, I also like the logo. I like the way you present everything. Your blog, the website looks very professional. 
I know you went to school for finance. So, I mean, how did you switch complete industries with, uh, with this? Yeah. So I got a degree in finance, but ideally I always knew I wanted to go into business for myself. So I just wanted a business degree because I, I took a lot of entrepreneurship courses within that degree, but mainly, so I started as a, um, in the corporate world and then I moved into personal training. I got certified through NASM in ASM. Um, and I realized that in order to, you know, take off there, it was a, a very saturated market and it still is. So I, le I started leaning to our, okay, you know, Fitness, it still has to do with personal image. People want to look their best. Um, style has to do with personal image. People want to look their best there as well. And so I was like, let me look at that market and see you know, how competitive it is. And it just so happened that it's an up and coming market and there's not a whole lot of competition in the game. So I thought that it was a great time to get involved in it. And, um, and it's something I know. It's something I've always loved to do and been passionate about. And, and basically... I just transitioned over from one aspect of personal image, which is fitness, to the style aspect. You know, I've always had a had a passion for, you know, grooming and looking your best and presenting yourself in the best way possible, whether that's with your health or your presentation. Definitely. And I, I know I was looking on your Instagram. I mean, you have professional photos done and, and everything like that. Uh, how did you start acquiring your followers? I mean, how did you start finally taking it more serious or where did you start getting traction to, to really take this off? I mean, like I said, GQ, I mean, that's pretty big. Um, how did you get to that point? I mean, what built, built the whole unkept gentleman up? So I like to say that the Instagram is kind of the fun part of the business. It's not necessarily uh, where I put all of my work into, but it's where I get to in, enjoy a little bit and have some fun. Um, I love putting together outfits and I love sharing those inspirations with people. Um, so I, I kind of just got started posting outfits that I would curate and put together and I would wear them and I would post them. And uh, a lot of big pages over time started to take notice and they would reshare those images. And they would tag me in those pictures and then it would just, you know, how social media works. People follow the track back and then they see where a photo originated from and, um, and the followers just started accumulating from that. Uh, so that's kind of how just doing that consistently over time is how the followers came in. So I know you wanted to kind of switch over to like an entrepreneurship uh, type of business. Um, what... I mean, I know it's a big leap. So what is it that caused you to to take that leap uh, to, to an entrepreneurship role? I mean, you know, uh, I know you have to go from working with someone to, to doing it off on your own. So how did you transition there? I mean, how were you going to make money? What was the business model? So when I was in my nine to five job, I was, you know, I was doing finance work when my degree was in. This was before the fitness stuff. And I was just totally miserable. And I just kind of hated everything that I was doing. It wasn't my passion. I was just going and I, I was basically sitting in, in my comfort zone. And so the business model that came out of moving forward from fitness into style was uh, if I can provide value in terms of whether it's inspiration or education uh, to enough people, there will be... Uh, there will be opportunities for me to consult one-on-one -on -one with people and um, also opportunities for advertising. Um, the products that I like to promote are things that 
I know will benefit somebody else. Sure. So you're pretty much in the people business. I mean, you're you're trying to provide good content and value for people so that they can look good themselves, right? Absolutely. And it comes in multiple forms, whether it's um, talking to them one-on-one, whether it's they're looking at an image and they, they say, oh, I like that jacket. Where can I get it? Or whether that's them reading an article about Something I wrote about how to dress, you know, for example, how to dress for your body type or how to match colors and patterns together. Um, so I try to offer several different avenues of education because people like to look at pictures, people like to read, and people also want that one-on-one factor. So how, how's the market looking? Uh, how's the industry advancing or how are you keeping up with the industry? Menswear in general is taking off at exponential levels. Um, it seems like there's this whole movement of men who are starting to value their personal image, men who are starting to value how they present themselves. Um, you know, I know at least when I was in college and everything, I was like a t-shirt and jeans type of guy. I didn't really care that much. And then as I started to get into the working force, into professional settings where I had to network, where I had to strike business deals, where I had to meet people, I was like, wow, my presentation really does matter. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that at a younger age. I mean, a lot of kids have reached out to me at age 15 and 16 asking, uh, asking how they can better their style. And it's just a, it just goes, plays into the factor of this movement that's taking off. And in terms of competition, uh, the guy that, I, that you mentioned earlier that I guest wrote for, his right. uh, realmanrealstyle.com, mm-hmm. uh, Antonio, great guy. Highly recommend everybody check out his site. He's kind of a pioneer in the industry. Um, the website for him was, it was, uh, you said, uh, realmanrealstyle.com. Real 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 yeah, yeah. So I highly recommend him. He's a great guy. Uh, he has great content. I've worked with him a little bit. I've, I've, I've guest wrote for uh, his website a couple times. And... But he started this convention called StyleCon, and it's where all the bloggers in the industry, whether it's about style, fitness, you know, image in general, whether it's just anything related to uh, industry for men, um, that we all come together and we help each other. We talk about what the audience wants. We talk about how we can provide value to them better. We talk about um, how to grow our businesses at the same time, and we talk about basically what works and what doesn't. Right. So he, that's a way you keep yourself up to date with things. Absolutely. Yeah. And the way that you succeed in an industry that's highly competitive is you don't see everyone as competition. It's um, it's called uh, the abundance mindset. You know, you have a scarcity mindset and you have an abundance mindset. A scarcity mindset basically says there's one pie. If you take a big piece, there's less for me. Mm-hmm. You know, the abundance mindset says, hey, there's enough food for everybody. Try to look at it like um, your breathing is the abundance mindset. If you're standing right next to me and you take a, a, a huge breath, are you stealing oxygen from me? No, there's plenty of oxygen around for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the abundance mindset. And that's how you succeed in an industry with uh, that's one, either highly saturated or that has a lot of competition in it, is you all help each other. And that's why I have no problem promoting other menswear sites like Antonio's. Like I highly recommend his site. I I recommend. Uh, I can talk about it at the end like several sites I recommend. Sure. So you know when people go out, you know there's always the issue of well there's several issues. I mean there's just people that don't know how to dress. There's people that overdress, and then you just have people that are just not really 
knowledgeable about fashion just in general. I mean, you say you do one-on-one consultation. I mean, you, you provide that as well, right? Yeah. So I, I, I do a lot of that in one-on-one consultations. I'll actually sit down and we'll go through everything in somebody's closet. And basically, if somebody is questioning how to dress for an occasion or if they're questioning, um, is this does this match? Is this right for where I'm going? Um, a lot of times the advice will tell them is everything goes goes back to the foundation of style. And the foundation of style is um, is three pillars. It's fit, fabric, and function. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it fit? Does it, does it function well? And is it good quality? And of course, there's like there's more rules that play into it. I could talk about it for a long time, but I, I reserve that for uh, my one-on-one consultations. Sure. And um, But basically, you just want to find out what works for you? Are you comfortable? And does it fall into the general guidelines of style? Is there also a way to be effectively, you know, cost effective in, in wearing clothes and, in, in, you know, looking good? Absolutely. And uh, a lot of these other websites that write about it, and uh, I'm actually planning on doing, doing several articles about it, but um, I know that this guy Baron over at the Effortless Gent, he calls it the lean wardrobe. Um, Antonio calls it the interchangeable wardrobe. Um, there's several names for it, but basically it's just having a having a closet full of items that all work together. That way that you don't have to walk into your closet and feel overwhelmed with things like, what do I wear? How does, does this match this? It's basically buying specific items that you know are going to go together no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you walk into your closet, you have zero decisions to make because you know every shirt goes to every pant, every pant matches your shoe. And that way you can start to focus in on better quality. Since you're the expert about fashion and style, how important is first impression? First impressions are huge and it's not even just how you dress. It's your body language, it's how you communicate, it's eye contact. And that's the whole thing about personal image. And what I try to teach is not strictly just style. While my social media shows a style perspective, um, what I actually try to teach with my one-on-one clients is personal image as a whole. And there's actually a study out of uh, Stanford that said that a first impression is formed in the first one-tenth of a second. Mm -hmm. So right when somebody meets you, they automatically form a, a preconceived judgment. And whether that's fair or not, I mean, people can argue all day about about fairness but the truth is that it happens right and you want to use that to your advantage no matter what and you can do that through uh, what you're wearing you can do that through how you shake someone's hand you can do that through shaking their hand while simultaneously looking them in the eye you know those are factors of trustworthiness those are factors of, of respect and if somebody feels that presence from you then they're gonna have a good first impression of you mm-hmm. and the first impression lasts way longer than if you had a bad first impression and you try to make it up on the back end. So with uh, advertising and marketing, how do you market yourself? I mean, what's the best way to get yourself out there? Just for anyone wanting to know some tips on advertising or marketing, just your strategies on that. Just different marketing strategies is that that's what I follow is try to find people within the industry and network with them and find somewhere that I can benefit them and then and then ask them, you know, the key is not asking for anything. The key is finding how to provide value to someone else. Mm-hmm. So do you have any mentors that, that help you or that helped you along the way? Absolutely, yeah. Antonio Real Men Real Style is a, is a mentor of mine. Uh, he has definitely taught me, one, a lot about, uh, a lot more about menswear and style, but two, a lot about how to run a, a, a value pro- uh, value-providing business, how to run a, a website that provides valuable content, not just 
a website that's all fluff. What's the importance of having a mentor? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, having a mentor is basically like, uh, it's finding someone who can guide you and prevent you from making mistakes that maybe they made in, in, in their early years. Mm -hmm. And it's someone that is doing what you already want to do and they guide you in the right direction. What's the best advice you've received from someone? That's a tough one. Uh, making me, <laughs> making me think here. Um, the best advice that I've probably received is to always ask yourself before you do something, how does this benefit someone else? Mm -hmm. Does this, does this provide value to the reader or is this something you want to talk about? So now that we kind of have an idea of what you do and stuff, uh, what advice do you give to anybody just out there maybe struggling uh, in business or wanting to kind of go off on their own or maybe they want to be a model or just just any life life lessons that you give to somebody well at first I would I would take a step back from that and I would start by saying asking yourself you know what what is your why you know start that's where you really want to start you know there's always before you do anything you always want to lay a foundation how do you want to provide value to someone else so start with your why and the rest will come. And what was one of the, maybe your biggest mistakes or failures you've made so that people know not to make that again later? Um, succeeding at the wrong thing. And I'll expand on what I mean by that was um, for two years of my life in between fitness and, and, and starting the style blog is I got real into modeling and I, and I was doing it very successfully. Um, I even went to New York and I got a, I got a contract offer and everything and I realized that that is not the industry I wanted to be in. Um, I started to take a step back and ask, you know, go back to the advice I just gave someone else. What was my why? And I had to take a step back and say, okay, I'm succeeding at this, but is this really what I want to do? And the answer was no. And walk away from that, an industry that I was doing very well at and something I was succeeding in and say, no, this isn't what your passion is. This isn't what you're meant to do. Um, let's do a 180 and go in a different direction. So do you recommend any books, uh, podcasts, or maybe an autobiography to anybody? It would take me forever to go through all the books I recommend. Um, I try to go through a book a month. That's just for me personally because I like to always stay in a positive mindset and the mindset of, you know, how can I move forward? How can I progress today? But if I had to pick one book, uh, I would probably pick uh, The Slight Edge by mm -hmm. Jeff Olson. Okay. Why? And really interesting story about this book is he wrote it for his friend. He didn't even write it to be a bestseller. And then his friend showed it to a friend who showed it to a friend who showed it to a friend. And this and his book went on the New York Times bestselling list through through – uh, referrals. He didn't have a huge book launch or a huge campaign or a huge, um, you know, tour, book tour. Uh, it literally became oh, huge through word of mouth. And the reason is, is the information that he provides is so simple, but you never think about it. Mm -hmm. It's for, like what? So for example, one of the biggest things that hit me was that, um, and I have 
one one of the quotes here that I can that I can quote is that the little things that will make you successful in life, you know, that will secure your health, your happiness, your fulfillment, and your dreams are simple, subtle, mundane things that no one will ever see, no one will ever applaud, no one will ever even notice. They're the things that at the time you do them often feel like they make no difference at all. But when compounded over time, it leads to massive success. So little is a lot. Yeah, a little is a lot. And it's doing basically it teaches how to do little things, establish little tiny positive habits to do every single day that when compounded over time lead to success. So what are the small things that you do that you think helped create your success? Sure. So every morning um, I do an hour of meditation um, just to clear my head, get everything. I don't want to think about wh what I have to do, my to-do list. I don't, I don't want to think about, um, you know, am I, how am I going to eat today or what am I going to cook or what, you know, I don't want to think about any decisions that I have to make. I just relax. I get my mind right. And I, and I basically be in the present moment. And another thing I do is I spend the first 30 minutes of the day um, learning something that I don't know, whether that's, you know, how to, how to do a, an ad on Facebook or whether it's how to, um, you know, write the perfect blog post or basically something that I have not learned. I spend about at least 30 minutes in personal development mm -hmm. at the beginning and end of each day. Um, I also try to do some little things for health and fitness every single day. At least exercise, you know, if it, even if it's 20 minutes of running, I'll take my dog on a run. Or if I can make it to the gym, just something that gets me moving. And just those little things every day do make a difference, even if at the time you're doing them, it doesn't seem like it. Makes sense. Uh, I'm a big believer in a little is a lot. Definitely. Uh, do you have a quote yourself that you've ever thought to yourself and uh, maybe – tell yourself all the time um if i had to come up with any quote you know it would just be it would honestly sound like advice it would sound like um i mean i would say look at someone who's done what you want to do and reflect them in every aspect i mean that i mean that's a quote sure but it's also it i mean i guess it kind of sounds like advice is just to you know find someone who has reached a level of success that you want to be at and literally follow the blueprint of what they did because there's no like secret ingredient that that uh, people are always asking what's the secret ingredient to success what's this the shortcut there's no shortcut just find someone who's done it and do what they've done copy and paste how can people reach you um, you can uh, go on my website and I have a contact tab and you can reach out to me through there. Um, you can go on any of my social media accounts. I'm always interactive and commenting, and I, I love interacting with people um, on there. And if you, I may or may not get to it, but if you want to send me an email, it's just travis at unkeptgentleman.com. Um, I get flooded with emails though, and I am about to hire a personal assistant to be honest. But um, yeah, that, those are the ways you can reach me. And honestly, social media is probably the best. And do you have any promotions or anything like that for any of the viewers here on the Maven Minds? Uh, so I'm in development for some products right now. Um, I would say just stay posted. Okay. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to Travis, I'll have the links on here. 
Um, I appreciate everybody again listening in. Thank you, Travis, with unkeptgentleman.com. Again, uh, unkeptgentleman.com is the men's wear and style website. They offer outfit inspiration and style education plus one-on-one personal consultation as well. So take a look at Travis's website. Again, like I emphasize all the time, support your local entrepreneur, uh, support your alma mater. Uh, Travis is is doing pretty big things. 92,000 followers is pretty big on Instagram, man. I wish I could have just, like I said, 100. If you could let me have 100 of those, that'd be great. But 92,000, I mean, you're almost at 100,000 uh, followers on Instagram. I mean, and like I said, uh, you know, your, your photos, they, they look very professional. Your clothing, they look very professional. So, um, you know, much props to, to you. Congratulations, Travis. Um, looks like, you know, like I said, you know, you've even been written about or featured in GQ. So um, that's big. That's really, really major. So definitely I can see your success. I think other people can see it as well. Um, if you want to reach out to Travis, just like I said, reach out to him with the links on here. Uh, support your local entrepreneurs and take a look at Travis. Make sure to follow him and make sure to share his Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then, of course, soon he'll have a YouTube with some uh, tutorials, right? I believe so, right? Some tutorials. In the future, yeah. I'm looking at starting a YouTube channel. And uh, I'll definitely keep you guys posted because cool. I want to get that up soon. Good, good. Um, thank you guys again for listening in on The Maven Minds. And uh, we'll see you here on the next episode. Go Cougs. Thanks for having me.